Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a, another podcast episode. This is Single Plus. My name is Daria White. I am your host. And I hope that you all have been enjoying these episodes. And if you haven't registered for the mini conference slash masterclass for things keeping you single, today is the last day for you to get the coupon code to get $40 off of your ticket. So the link will be in the description for this episode, but you have to be on the mailing list to get the coupon code. So if you haven't uh, gotten on the mailing list, go to mysingleplus.com, get on the mailing list, and the welcome email is going to have the coupon code for you. If you're a little bit unsure, there is also a sneak preview. So when you sign up for the mailing list, you will get an email there'll be a short video for you to watch that would just share my heart behind why I believe God has placed this on my heart in terms of what to include in this mini conference. But I really am considering it a masterclass now. That's how it is feeling to me. It's kind of shifted a little bit. But if you've struggled with singleness, if singleness is something that has just been a trying time for you, that's the best way I can put it. And for some of us, it has been. But if this is something that God moves upon your heart to participate in, I encourage you to join me. It is going to be in the new year, February 5th, 2022. That is when it launches. And I look forward to sharing with you, encouraging you, and just coming alongside you because it is not easy. But with God, all things are possible. So for this particular episode, it may be a little rough. So I'm going to warn you um, because we do uh, a lot of tough love here. I believe in speaking the truth in love. So this is not about beating you over the head. This is not about making you feel bad. I'm not coming for your life. If it feels like it, then maybe that's God convicting you. I'm just talking about what I'm talking about today, okay? But I saw a post on social media and it really got me thinking. And I've heard this concept before on another podcast, but I kind of wanted to share my perspective. The post was kind of, um, I guess it was on TikTok originally, but it was reposted to Instagram. But basically it said, uh, God, this is me complaining. I'm paraphrasing, but the person was basically saying, uh, I'm complaining about being single and God not sending me anybody. But at the same time, I don't put myself out there and I'm scared of getting hurt. And it sounds like an oxymoron to hear it like that. That's like slamming the door quietly, right? And I'm titling this God or you keeping you single. So let's just go for it. It is real. It is real to feel the loneliness of singleness. We're coming up on Christmas 2021. It's getting real. We're literally a week out before Christmas And you may be feeling, God, I don't know if I can go through another holiday season being single. But at the same time, if we really ask ourselves the question, and this is not counting COVID restrictions, this is not counting, you know, maybe you live in a small town or whatnot. This is just, you know, yes, there are circumstances that may keep you from meeting new people. But at the same time, we, we may not apply or think about the verse that faith without works is dead to this situation of dating, but seriously, faith without works is dead. So is it really right to put all of the responsibility on God talking to him about, I'm still single. This is not happening for me. I don't understand what God is doing, but when was the last time that you went out somewhere? 
When was the last time you met some new people? When was the last time you had a conversation with someone of the opposite sex? And again, I'm not saying that it's not uh, difficult at times. I know some of us, we may be socially awkward. Maybe you're a natural introvert. But even if you're a natural introvert, and I do claim to be a natural introvert, I am a natural introvert. Like, I do get nervous. I do feel awkward at times when I meet new people. It does take me a while to warm up to new people. So I'm not hating on you if that's your personality. But if this is something that you want God to bless, if this is an area that you want God to, you know, just show up and show out for you, you have to give him something to work with. So if you're stuck in a routine where it's just work and home, work and home, work and home, and you do nothing else outside of that, then I encourage you to shake things up a bit. And I remember listening to another masterclass. It was a husband and wife that teamed up to do it. And they basically, you know, it was focused more on the single women, but men, I encourage you to look at yourselves too. They're like, ladies, if all you do is again, go to work and come home, maybe a grocery store trip in between that time, and you have nothing else going for you, then the chances of you meeting someone are going to be lower. Now, yes, take care of yourself. It's still a global pandemic. You know, please use uh, caution, protect yourself. But there are places now that are open that you can go to, maybe things that interest you. I'm personally a fan of The Chosen. And I know that The Chosen recently came out with their Christmas special in movie theaters. Is there a movie that's just come out that you like to check out now that movie theaters, now that some are opening back up again? Is there a movie that you want to see? Is there a new restaurant that you want to try? Is there a new hobby you want to try? When was the last time you went bowling? Because it's the Christmas season, you know, maybe you want to try ice skating. I don't know. What are some things that interest you that could put you out there for the potential to meet someone? Or are you part of a, a community? It may not necessarily be in your local church. Let's say even in your local church, maybe there aren't a lot of singles that are your age, but that doesn't mean that you have to stay stuck. I'm not saying to leave your church and say, y'all don't have nothing for me, I'm out. No, if God hasn't moved you to do that, please stay at your local church. Please stay under the covering of your pastor unless there's something going on that's just completely off and God tells you to move. Okay, but until then, God may have you there for a reason at that local church, even though it may feel like nothing is happening for you. Maybe God just wants you to serve. But at the same time, you're not bound to your church. You can visit other churches. You can still be a faithful member at your church, but you can still visit other places. You can see what's going on at another church. Maybe they have a singles event. Maybe they have some type of concert. Maybe they have whatever it is that may be going on, but it puts you in a different environment to meet new people. Or if it's virtual and online, that has become a thing since this global pandemic. So there are a lot of Zoom meetings. There are a lot of Facebook groups that have been developing. There are a lot of Google Hangouts. Where is something that you can look up? Or even if you go to Eventbrite, you can look up different events that are in your area, whether they're in person or online, and put yourself out there to meet new people. I just attended a Christmas party last night that was all on Zoom. We all dressed up in our Christmas outfits. We had Santa hats. Some people had their Christmas sweaters. Some had onesies. One, I mean, seriously, we just got together virtually and we played different games. We played this or that Christmas edition. We played Name That Song. You know, we did the 12 Days of Christmas sing-along, but it was a way I met so many new people last night that I never would have met had I had talked myself out of it thinking, well, I really don't know. I mean, I knew a few of them, 
because I've been a part of some of these groups since maybe April. Uh, I'm going to say between February, March, and April, that's when I really began to get into the online groups that I found um, that were like-minded, that were Christian, that I felt that I could be a part of. So find groups that are like that out there, people that are like-minded, people that you can come alongside and develop friendships. I'm developing friendships. I now, you know, meet with a a person through Facebook Messenger and we talk and and we pray together. I mean, she's becoming a great friend. I have another friend that I've been connecting with through Instagram that I've met through the group. So you never know who you're going to meet. And it may not be an opposite sex relationship. Maybe it's just friendships for right now. But I ask again, is it God that's keeping you single or is it you? Because if you're afraid to put yourself out there, if you're afraid of getting hurt, if you're afraid of having a conversation, if you're afraid of taking the risk, or maybe there is a person that has your interests right now, are you afraid to let that person know? Now, if you're a woman, I know that we are the ones that are pursued, but I don't think there's nothing wrong with letting a guy know that you're interested in him. And ladies, we can say it in such a way that it may not even... (laughs) Yes, guys do appreciate clarity. I'm not saying that you have to be vague with it, but there is a way that we can make ourselves known without coming across as desperate. So if you're in the same group as him... If you want to give a compliment, if you want to respond to a post that he did, whatever, there is a way for you to get on his radar without you necessarily trying to get a man's attention because no man wants a desperate woman and no woman wants a desperate man. But if you're being yourself and you're just meeting people organically in these different events that are going on, I do believe that your chances of meeting someone will increase. Now you may be saying, now Dari, I've been doing all that. I've been getting involved. I've been involved, but nothing has happened. Well, that may be in God's timing that may be working. So that may be the case of it's not the right time. So in that scenario, God is the one that hasn't revealed the person to you. But there very well may be a chance that God may be revealing someone to you, but you haven't put yourself out there to see. So I know this can be a topic that we may not like discussing because some of us may feel attacked right now. Like, wait a minute. Like, okay, like, don't talk about me. I know I haven't been out. Some of us haven't been out since before COVID and we just went to work and we came home. So this may be hitting some of you. (laughs) And I definitely feel you because I was one of those people. And I found myself getting stuck in a routine. And there's nothing wrong with having a routine. For me, I like it because I know what to expect in terms of my day, the the different responsibilities that I have, but you still need to put yourself out there. God made us for a community and I'm learning that. And that doesn't mean you have to be friends with everybody all over the world. There's too many people for that, but I do believe that God will bless you with a community that is right for you. People that will pour into you, people that will love you, people that will challenge you. They'll tell you the truth in love. They may call you out on some things, but it will be in love. They're like, you know what? You need to be doing that. Like, you know what? God has better for you. Like, you know what? Don't talk like that. You know, speak faith over that. Have you prayed about that? God will put the right people in your life who you can draw from. They will fill you up. They will help lift you up. They will pray for you. They will stand in the gap for you. But if you're so closed off because you're afraid of being hurt, you're afraid of taking risks, then that's not on God. That's on you. That's on me. And I definitely have been challenged in this area in more ways than one, not just when it comes to relationships, but all around. And God's like, you need to give it a chance. It's like, you can't expect 
this person to know if you don't give them a chance or you can't expect this to happen if you don't give it a chance. If I'm comparing it to my past, if I'm holding this person responsible for what someone else did, it's not fair. And let's say you have met someone. Let's say God has blessed you with something that it could be the potential to be something. Don't hold this new person hostage because of what an ex did. How many of us have done that? How many of us are getting triggered because we haven't allowed God to heal those wounds in us and now we're taking it out on this new person because they remind us of so-and-so or you said that just like so-and-so or oh my gosh, you, hey, we need to take the time to heal. But I do believe that it is important to do our part when it comes to dating, when it comes to relationships. And I believe it was Dr. Henry Cloud that said, unless you're planning on marrying, and I've said this before, unless you're planning on marrying the Amazon delivery person or the UPS person or FedEx, Amazon Prime, unless you're planning on marrying one of those, you need to put yourself out there. You need to find ways to get into community. You need to find ways to... Let yourself be seen. Sometimes it's just allowing yourself to be seen. And when you are seen and the person may or may not look like your type, don't write them off. Because you never know how God will bless. You never know that that person that you want to write off, God very well may have what you need inside of that person. But because you've closed yourself off, you don't want to take a risk or they're not what you thought they should be. You write them off and you miss out on an opportunity that God could have blessed in your favor. And I'm talking to myself as I say this. I've definitely have been locked in my preferences. I've been locked in my type before and God has had to declutter my brain. He's still decluttering and detoxing me from a lot of stuff that I thought was supposed to be in a relationship. And I'm seeing that it is nothing like that. It is nothing like that. This is about character. This is about pursuing God's will with someone. This is about being an example of Jesus Christ and the church in the earth. You can witness through your marriage without ever having to say a word, just based off of how the husband loves his wife and how the wife honors her husband. That is the picture of the gospel that can be done in marriage. But Satan has warped our thinking. I've said it before and I'll say it again. And the reason why I repeat it is because It's not like the enemy is doing anything new. He's been doing the same thing since the garden, coming at us with the lust lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. He does the same thing. And what's sad is that we're not so equipped in the word that we fall for the same tricks every single time. You ever see somebody fall for the same joke over and over again? It's like, it's just so easy. And you laugh at it because like, oh my gosh, like, when are you going to get it? Like, seriously, you didn't get that the last time. Oh my gosh. Like you make it too easy. It's just too easy. That's how the enemy is laughing at us. We're falling for the same thing every single time. So I encourage you to one, make sure that your relationship with God is strong. Keep getting in the word, keep getting in his presence, whatever you need to do to get close to him, do it. Don't let nothing come between you and Jesus. I was reading this morning in my devotional, how I was talking about the cities of refuge in Joshua chapter 20 and how God has certain cities set aside so that if a person committed a crime unintentionally, unintentional homicide, they can go to the city of refuge and be protected by the priest of that particular city. And the person who wanted to avenge them couldn't because they were in that city of refuge. So just know that whatever you've done in your life, you have a place of refuge. 
because of Jesus Christ, he is our place of refuge. He is the one that protects us. He is the one that can cover us. He's the one that's the atonement of our sins. We can come to him in sincerity from our hearts and ask him to forgive us. And he will. The Bible says that we confess our sins. He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So don't think that you've gone so far that you can't cry out to Jesus today. That is your first priority in this walk of life is your relationship with Jesus Christ. Second is the relationship with yourself. If you're scared to put yourself out there, if you're thinking, if you're thinking it's too risky, I don't want to go through that again. Look at yourself and ask God, God, why am I so afraid? God, why am I allowing this to hold me back? It may require therapy. It may require you doing the deep work of going back into your past with a Christian counselor and just dispelling the lies that you've been thinking over yourself. Maybe someone told you that you weren't enough. How many of us feel that way, male or female? Who told us that we weren't enough? Who made fun of us? Who belittled us? Who said something so condescending that it just, it just damaged us? And now I'm not saying that you're responsible for what happened to you, but you are responsible for what you do with it now. And I encourage you with everything that has been damaged in your life, bring that to the altar. Bring that to the altar. He will heal you if you ask him. And that does take work. Healing does take work. Again, it may require Christian counseling. It may require you taking a break from dating. It may require you, I don't know. I don't know what it may require of you to do. But your relationship with God and your relationship with yourself, they have to be they have to be solid. And I'm not saying that you're not going to have an off day, but if your foundation is rooted in him, that you'll be able to extend his love to other people. And a lot of us, we can't extend the love to other people that we want to because we're still dealing with ourselves. But then we want to put it on God saying, you haven't sent me anybody. I don't understand why I'm still single. But God's like, if you would heal, <laughs> if you would let me heal that brokenness. God may be saying, you know what, I, I would, but you're looking for validation from a relationship and I want you to seek validation in me. I can't bring you to anybody be or send you somebody because you're not ready. I think that's what God wants to say to us half the time. It's like, you're not ready. Or it could be like, you know what, you're in a good place right now, but they're not. Your future spouse is not. And I'm not going to bring them to you now because they need time to grow up. They need time to mature. I've said it before, God's not going to give you something that's premature. So I hope this helps you to take a look in the mirror. It is definitely something that I'm taking personal inventory on. So I'm not saying this just to be saying it. Everything that I share, trust, God has been dealing with me on it in one form or another. But I encourage you, if you haven't, get in community. Or if God has you take a step back to be with him, take a step back. Do what you need to do. But follow his voice, follow his promptings, stay in his word. But again, we can't blame God for something that he gave us responsibility for. And we have free will. Yes, we follow him as our savior and Lord, but he still has given us free will and he's empowered us to make sound decisions. He's given us a sound mind, not the spirit of fear but a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. That means he's given us a brain with millions of cells so that we can think. Yes, we can seek him, but he's like, look, you make the decision. You know what my word says, make the decision and trust that whatever decision we make, 
as long as we made it in good faith, even if it doesn't turn out the way that we thought it would. Some of us are so afraid to make a decision because of what's happened before and thinking, man, I missed that. But if you made it in good faith and you trusted God for it and it still didn't turn out the way that you thought it would, that doesn't mean that you didn't see God. It just means that it didn't work out. But we can trust him and he has empowered us to make sound decisions. So, Lord, thank you for those that are listening. Father, forgive us for blaming you for things that we're responsible for. And forgive us, Father, for holding back. Forgive us, Father, for hiding. Forgive us, Lord, for covering up our wounds, thinking that we're okay, but we're not. But, Father, I just ask you that once again, you would just come in and heal the places that we're afraid for you to touch that we would just be open and vulnerable with you first and say, Father, here are my wounds. Father, here are my scars. Father, you know that I'm afraid of this or this bothers me here or this triggers me here. And I pray that we would lay it all at the altar, Lord God. I pray that we would just lay it at your feet for you to work on our hearts. And I pray that we would first and foremost surrender and give our hearts completely to you, to where we're not holding anything back from you. And Father, for those that are struggling to put themselves out there when it comes to dating, when it comes to relationships, however you lead them, Father, I pray that you would just give them clarity and I pray that they would follow your promptings and your voice. And if you tell them, hey, you need to take a step back and heal first before you get into a relationship, then Father, help us to obey that too. And a lot of us, Father, don't want to do that. We think we're ready. We think that we've, you know, taken the time. But Father, some of us have just swept problems under the rug and we haven't dealt with them. So Father, help us to deal with what needs to be dealt with. Because again, in order for us to have a healthy marriage, we need to be healthy individuals. Our marriages, our relationships will only be as healthy as we are healthy individually. And Father, I pray that we would just take the time. Yes, it can be cumbersome. Yes, it can take longer than other people, Father. But it's, this is not about us comparing our lives to other people. This is about us following you. This is about us obeying you. And I pray that we would be good stewards over ourselves. Some of us, Father, are, get so caught up in serving other people that we fail to steward ourselves. And our own body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. So forgive us, Father, for not stewarding ourselves well. So I pray... Lord, for every man, for every woman that feels the loneliness, that feels like it's never going to happen for them. Father, I pray that they would just take this time with you, that they would just take this time in your presence, take this time in your word just to grow, just to keep praying for it, keep believing for it. But Father, just be about your business right now. Maybe this is a season to be about your business. Maybe this is a season to just where you want our undivided attention right now. Maybe this is a season, Lord, where you've set us apart for something so great that right now marriage is not uh, in the cards as of right now. But Father, trust that when the time comes, you will fulfill the desires of our hearts as long as our desires line up with you. And Father, I do believe that when our motives are right, when it comes to marriage, you will bless it. But if our motive for marriage is to stop being alone, to finally have somebody, to rub it in people's faces because we've been single for so long, you're not gonna bless that motive, Lord. So Father, I pray that our motives are pure, when it comes to relationships and marriage, that we will want marriage and relationships that honor you, that give you glory, and that it can be a picture of the gospel in the earth. And Holy Spirit, I believe and I declare that you are restoring marriages right now to the point to where divorce is down to zero, to the point to where husbands are loving their wives as Christ loves the church and wives are honoring their husbands and being the help meets father you created them to be. It doesn't mean that they're weak, father. It doesn't mean that they're weak. A help meet is just as strong, if not stronger, 
You've given us strength, Father, as women. You've empowered us as women, Father, and we were meant, Father, to come in partnership. We're just as strong, Lord God. So, Father, I pray that you dispel the lies of women being weak, women not having a voice. But, Father, I also pray for men, men who may feel like they don't have a voice, men who may feel if I say something, I'm going to offend somebody. Father, I pray for strong men and strong women that we would honor one another, not compete with one another. It's not a competition. You gave men special gifts and you gave women special gifts, Father, but we were meant to be a dynamic duo in marriage. But until then, Lord, I pray that we'll be just as powerful in singleness as a single man, as a single woman right now, because singleness does not mean uh, damaged goods. Singleness does not link to a disease. It's not a curse. Singleness, Father, the, the definition means wholeness. It means complete. It reminds me of Caleb, Lord, when he says he was holy, Father, meaning he was fully consecrated to you, Lord God. His life, he devoted it to you, to serving you, to honoring you. And I pray, Father, that you would renew our minds, that we would renew our minds in your word, that we would consecrate ourselves to you and you alone in the name of Jesus. I thank you and I praise you. Bless those that are listening, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all so much again for tuning in. I hope and pray that this episode blessed you. Again, the link for the mini conference slash masterclass in the description for things keeping you single. I hope and pray that you all have an amazing rest of your day. I know we're coming up on Christmas. So if you've gotten your Christmas shopping done, I hope you have. If not, then get on that. So (laughs) thank you all once again. God bless. Stay safe. Bye.